hello and welcome back to the Technically F1 podcast. Now, this is the final episode in this season, unless something's gone wrong in the edit. But no matter. Uh, and just a quick thing to mention before we get into this action-packed pre-race podcast. Um, we've hit 400 listens, so thank you everybody who's listening. We've actually gone over 415, so thank you everybody who's helped us get over that. Uh, we had many listens last time, so very cool. Anyways, your job shall we get into it? What now? Okay, wait a minute. Alright, you, you can sure. tell the level of professionalism is very high. I cannot hear anything for that whole time. Oh, alright, can you hear me now, though? Yes. Yes, okay. Professionalism is staying very high. Anyways, you were talking about Yuki Tsunoda's haircut. Shall we go and see, take a look and react on the podcast? Sure. Alrighty. Okay, so I'm just typing this into the internet. Let's see. Alright. Let's take a look. Oh. He's got have like a full head of hair. Like, I mean, he used to be kind of long almost. Yeah, I, I'm not sure short. how I feel about that. It's, it's a little head of hair, but quite short. It, it's almost as little hair as Battle has. No, but you can see through Battle's hair. That's a good point. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The one just for the beams. How we let's check his height. Height. Just you know what? It, wait, wait. It's just five feet. Really. Yes. So, listeners of the Technically F1 podcast, you are taller than Yuki Tsunoda. Hopefully, um, hopefully yeah. I, I didn't realize that. Um, interesting. You know, the funny thing is, I'm looking at these pictures of him on the podium in all of these motorsport series. When he's on, like, the winning spot, right? The people next to him are as tall as him, even though they're lower than him. Oh, that, that's excellent. And then, um, Drive to Survive. What do you think about that? For those who don't know, the new season's come out. And if you don't have Netflix, um, I, I guess, what are you doing? Um, but, you know, new season. Um, how are we feeling? I've heard reports. People think it's mediocre. I think it's all right. I've watched, like, the first two episodes. Wait a minute. You think you know all those things Really? That seems yeah. sort of... Why not Monaco? Like a tax haven. I don't know. Maybe he'd rather hide money. Ah, maybe he has more money than he's letting on. Wait, he does. I mean... Wait, how did he get this, like, seat? Wait, what? How did he get the F1 seat? Uh, I would like to say Honda, but I, I mean, he was pretty good in Formula 2 last year. I know, but like, how in the world is better, um... Yeah, yeah. You know, the interesting thing is, um, his net worth is only, I mean, I say only, it's about 5 million, um, US dollars, but the interesting thing about that is, like, that is not an amount that you want to hide in a bank account, is it? In the Swiss bank account. Wait. 
on Red Bull's website, it says that Yuki Sonoda is 5'3", and on other websites, it says he's 5'2 and 5 foot. Like, what is he actually like? Exactly. We need the tape measure. We actually need to find out what his height is. Wait, and he's only 21? Yeah, but I feel is like... If he's 21, I'm not going to say that's too old, but that's how old Lance Stroll is. Like, yeah, he was... He's born in 2000. Yeah, alright, alright. He's the first, like, Gen Z... Not the first, but, like, he's one of the Gen Z drivers. Yeah, really. Exactly. Interesting. Gen Z drivers. Not the fake ones that are born in, like, the 90s, the late 90s. Exactly, your Hamiltons and the, like... The Zenials or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. How old is he? He's, he must be, like, 30 right now, right? He's 35. Oh, wow. All right. I mean, he, he's getting on a bit. It but, you know. He's born in the 80s. I think it must, right? Yeah, it does. Oh, my God. Have you seen the new Jetta circuit? Yeah, I'm not sure I feel about it. Shall we? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's, there has to be no overtaking, right? Is it just yeah, me who thinks that? This one, I know. But I, I love the helipads that they've added. Oh, they've added helipads now? In the water. Ooh. Wait, why is it? Oh, it's just a computer thing, but I think they're going to do that if they haven't done it already. Oh, all right. Uh, and the water is really blue, I have to say. Yeah, yeah. see how it is. But I... I it, it looks really narrow. Yeah. It's 27 ultra-fast corners. Yeah, I mean... It looks it's like it's going to be an awesome race to watch. Like, if you were there, it, it probably would be amazing to watch. And also, uh, if they crash and land in the Red Sea or whatever. I mean, that uh, would be pretty horrific, the crashes yeah. there. It looks a little bit dangerous in some places. It's a little bit strange. Yeah. It's actually. And it's, it's quite close to the ocean. I was going to say that. It's like really close in the top area. Yeah. That's around where like the, the helipads are on the beach. So. Yeah. Oh, that right. That's where they put in the helipads? Like, I mean, just imagine having your helicopter there. What I'm confused about is that somebody's already set a lap time there, and it's supposedly Fernando Alonso with a one minute nine second lap. But that can't be right. Didn't he get hurt? Who, Alonso? Yeah, didn't he break his jaw? Yeah, yeah, he has, I think, like steel plates in it or something. Something absurd right now. He's got a lot. Wait, did he get hit in the face? Does he have what? Did he get hit in the face? No, I think he must have just whacked his face on the ground, right? That, that, it can't have been. I mean, if he was hit in the face, that's quite crazy. Yeah, probably not. Interesting. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. All right. Um, you think it'd be quite hard to get that kind of injury. I know, I know. I mean, it, they would have had to go straight at each other, right? There can't be any other way. I mean, unless, like, they, their car knocked the bike out from under him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ground. But then there's probably other injuries. 
I mean, surprised he didn't get, like, a broken leg or something, and that would be a lot worse for him if he had gotten a broken leg. Yeah, you are a driver. Well, right, exactly. I mean, if he lost function of a leg, Alpine would be paying him to just sit out. Imagine if he didn't get sued. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Ferrari paid Kimi $10 million a year for two years to see out his Ferrari contract, even though he wasn't racing for them. Mm-hmm. Well, Melbourne kind of looks interesting, the track. Yeah, yeah. Quite, I don't know, it's just quite simple from above. But it makes for an interesting race. They actually made some changes to Melbourne, um, the layout. I'm trying to find... Stand down raceway. What, they've done what? Stand down raceway, isn't that what it's called? I don't know. Um, But what I'd heard was that they tried to change up some parts of it to make it easier to overtake. Which, I mean, I think that's cool, but, you know. I mean, I, I, it's almost a classic track now, because it's been around since the mid-90s. Okay. Yeah, Wait, what tracks are around in the 50s? Mm, probably Silverstone, right? It, yeah. Probably. Was Monza around? I think it must have been. I mean, it's like the home of Ferrari, isn't it? Or, you know, the Autodromo, yeah. like, uh, the other one. What's the other one called? Um, Mugello or something? Oh, Mugello, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's the home of Ferrari, isn't it? Indeed. Ooh, I see where they've changed the part of the, um, the racetrack. Actually, I think it's all right. Wait, which corner? Or where? So, on the track, it's sort of near corner 9 and corner 10. They've just sort of taken out the chicane, and they've added a smoother turn. I'd say I approve of it. Wait, it's quite... Well, I mean, it's, there's barely anything there. Who cares? I know, but now I think it's it's turned into a high-speed corner. I mean... It's almost a straight. It's like a, 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 yeah. it's like a, a, it should be called the isn't straight, though. Exactly. Isn't, yeah. I think at one point you were allowed to use DRS down that, but I'm not sure you can now. I mean, like, 13 to 1, that's an interesting DRS zone. Yeah. And maybe 5 to 6. Yeah. I mean, what sort of alterations would you make to it at the moment? I think it's not too bad of a track for overtaking. Yeah, but I would take I would add some more shorts. Yeah. Maybe like a harder braking zone into turn one. I think that could, you know, be a nice spot for overtaking. Can, like, you know how you can do that? It's like a, a 90 degree angle, angle currently. Yeah, yeah. I would make it like maybe like 70 or something, 70 degree angle. Ah, so make it more shallow. That could be good. I'd like to see that sharp turn. Yeah, definitely. Now, you, we were talking before the podcast, and you had mentioned Lewis Hamilton and the fact that he had not raced the second time around Bahrain last year. Do you think that could be even more detrimental to him coming into this week's uh, weekend's race? Yeah, I don't think that, that should be his main problem. I think his main problem should be that the, the car. car. I mean, yeah. Did, did they make any alterations, or have they released them yet? I mean, I think the car is not terrible. I say that gingerly. I say that I mean like sort of like I don't think it's terrible. It could be very bad. 
but I think it's probably limited in setup in what they can set it up with. And if it is, that's a shame because that would mean that they're struggling with exactly what Red Bull struggled with, and it's not fun, I assume, because you know Red Bull hasn't been winning very much. Yeah, Red Bull, like Red Bull has, has so much, so much potential. Yeah, and so if they lose races, that's gonna be. The thing is going to be if they um they don't capitalize on this year's opportunities because I think they've got definitely a race winning car. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we say this every year. Last year, we said, oh, Albon's going to win a race, but he didn't. <laughs> he was quite far off. Yeah, but Sergio Perez is much I know, better. I know. But we also said that Who about Albon and Gasly. So does this just prove that Gasly is horrific, just so bad? Gasly did win a race. I, he, yeah, he did it in the Alpha Tower, which is even slower. It makes no sense. If he couldn't win in a Red Bull, why could he win in the Alpha Tower? Wait, are they different? Like, how different are they? Well, originally they were the same car. So for 2006 and 2007, they were the same car. Uh, but then, then they were told to stop doing that because um, it's like having two of the same team and they didn't like that. What do you mean? Literally racing point. Yeah, I know. And that's sort of why they tried to ban the racing point car, but they weren't able to. I mean, it was a confusing name, but I guess it was all about Lewis's, like, you know, I I don't like that we're racing in Melbourne, and then they're like, oh, all right, Lewis, um, uh, you run F1 here, I guess we can't race anymore. I mean, I feel like Lewis has too much power over it. Whatever Lewis says goes, like, it is. Whatever Lewis wants, Lewis gets. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I mean, except for the 50 million. Oh, he's definitely not getting the 50 mil. <laughs> Sorry about that, Lewis. Only 40 million. Only 40 million dollars. Isn't that 40 million pounds or something? Actually, if it's 40 million pounds, it's like 50 million dollars still. Nothing to complain about for him. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, anything over a million is nothing to complain about. Exactly. I mean, million's a little low. I wouldn't take a million, but. Yeah. I mean, they're risking their lives, so, you know. Yeah. Like, but I don't think, I think it's a bit too much. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm just reading F1 uh, right now, and I'm going to tell you, although you may or have already heard this, uh, Sergio Perez is very happy with Adrian Newey. He says he's a very good engineer, and he understands racing. That's cool. Because, you know. Oh. Like, oh, wait, that, the, that picture, that picture of Adrian Newey is a really funny one. The one where he's a little bit angry? And the one where he looks like a guy who lives in a trailer park. I'm going to call that one angry Adrian Newey. <laughs> Not drunk Adrian Newey. I think he looks drunk. He just looks like he lives in a trailer park. Alright, alright. In America. Yeah, I guess. Which probably means drunk. Yeah, it could be, definitely. That's that entails. Yep. Yeah. So, coming in, first race of the season, what are you excited for in Bahrain? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure what to be excited about. Yeah. Like, I mean, 
I I'm I would say that I'm excited about Mercedes hopefully not winning, but you know then they'll win. There's no doubt about that. If I say that, that's the thing, right? If either of us say Mercedes is not going to win this year, then they will dominate. That's exactly what we just said, though. I know, I know, but they, they, they could definitely win it this year. You know, if they unlock the setup potential, then maybe definitely it's on the cards. Although I hope it's more of a battle rather than a, um, you know, like uh, just sort of. Like last year, like like last year, where they win a race here and there, and it, it's. I'm not gonna say last year was boring, but you know, like. You know, it's like Schumacher. Again. Yeah. Schumacher, it's, yeah, it's boring. Yeah. Schumacher won every race. Yeah, I I have to admit he won probably too many races. Yeah. And if he hadn't won that many races. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, if we quickly go back to Drive to Survive, then um, so overall, what have you thought so far? I mean, I know we're both pretty early in, but you know, I mean, we're not going to ruin yeah. anything for anybody here. Uh, right? Would we dare? I don't think so. I mean, if, if so, just don't, don't listen to this part. Yeah. If you're worried about getting it ruined, then um, skip ahead a couple minutes and, you know, you'll find that we're not talking about it anymore. But anyways, um... I've heard a couple of bad things, though, about Drive to Survive. Go ahead. Uh, particularly about, um, about Netflix, like, making up drama between Brandon Norris Oh, yes. That was interesting. I mean, like, I don't think it, there was much drama between the interviews that, uh, that Carlos Sainz gave. Personally, I think that it was probably a little bit drummed up between the two. I mean, Netflix, right, they love a drama. They want everybody to be, you know, in this dramatic place in their lives. I think that it, it could be a bit forced, but I don't know. It probably is. Um, yeah. But, uh, something I was about to say. Oh, no, go ahead. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, I see. Go ahead. Um, I mean, I feel like, you know, depending on, as I get further through it, um, it'll be interesting to see, like, how much of it is real and how much of it is fake. Because, you know, as people, Rashab and I, we've watched both the highlights and the races this season or last season, and we know what's, um, what happened, so, you know, like, let's see what sort of context Old they sad. give. What? I mean, it's a little sad to, like, to watch Drive to Survive after watching the race highlights and that stuff. You know exactly what's gonna happen. Yes, but also no. Yeah, I suppose. Like, I mean, there are parts that get, like, cut out for highlights. Exactly, right? And then Okay, we're having technical difficulties. I'm not sure why. Are you still not there?
Hello, we're back. We're back, yes. Don't we love it when technical issues hit us? Yay. Do. Oh, yes. Anchor. Oh, yeah. Anchor's just a very intuitive podcast recording app. The best app out there. Oh yeah, definitely. It probably is. Like, we haven't yeah. tried any other apps. It the funnier is. thing is, we yeah, we still haven't tried any other podcast recording app. Yeah, um, isn't this one made by like uh, Spotify or something? Yeah. So imagine if this is just the best. That would be quite funny. I mean, we get to release on like it, it tends to touch pretty much every platform there is. So. Yeah, that's the nice <laughs> thing about it. Yeah. So those on Apple Podcasts, can hear it as well. Um, Not very well, they can. Uh, they, they can I hear it. Apple Podcasts. Oh, is it any good? Uh, I don't like Apple Podcasts. But that, I mean, Apple Music is good, I say. I mean, but they don't have podcasts there. Yeah. Wait, they don't have podcasts for Apple Music? I thought it was just two different apps. It is two different Yeah, okay. No That'd be pretty weird if they just clumped it into one. Like, what would be the point? Spotify did that. Yeah, I know, but, like, everything is in one place. On one hand, it's easy. On the other hand, it's like, well, great. So now it's, like, in one place. So I'm going to get Joe Rogan and new music recommended to me at the same time. And no, I don't listen to his podcasts. But, you know, like, you get recommended that because if you listen to any podcasts, Spotify thinks you want to hear Joe Rogan, which I really don't, but, you know. Why not? Well, maybe because I don't want to like listen to the ramblings of a Texas man. What is he even talking about? I don't know, like whatever the other person wants to talk about. But nobody can hold the conversation on the podcast because what happens, right, is somebody starts talking there, and then they just go into a completely different topic, and then it, there's no conversations held for very long on that podcast. See, we've got the best podcast in the world, clearly, right? I mean, to be fair, our conversations are five minutes at play for most. I know, but th- that's better than some podcasts. That's that's all I can say. Yeah. Alright. Okay. So, we were talking about F1, I believe. Ah, yes, yes. Exactly what you talk about on Technically F1 podcast. Anyways... Um, we do spend a lot of time talking about this stuff. Yeah. You know, the interesting thing is, right, you search up F1 news, because as you do when you're typing up things for a podcast, you know what's the first two things that come up? What? It's rookie Mick Schumacher uh, says his dad is his idol. Oh, that was on Instagram, too. Who is your F1 idol? I think the post was. And, yeah, something uh, like that. And then the first comment is um, is my dad, and it's written by Mick Schumacher. Excellent. Yeah, I mean it's an interesting one there, but you know, I mean, wouldn't it be great if Michael could come to one of Mick's races? That would be excellent. Why can't he? Well, we don't know the state that he's in, and he wants to keep it private, I guess. You know. Let's have a private viewing block. All right. Maybe that would be the move. Get Bernie Ecclestone to give him a private viewing box. Or get a helicopter. 
You ever just, like, fly over the track in a helicopter? View the race from above? Yeah. Well, right, because there was a helipad there, right? Yeah, there's multiple, I believe. So everybody can just leave and come back in any time they want? I mean, that just seems a little bit odd, but, you know. Timmy Reckoning's gonna use them without... Yeah, I mean... Well, does he have a helicopter? He must, right? He has a boat. Helicopter yeah. is an ecological step. I guess, yeah. I wonder what his boat's named. What? That'd be interesting. <laughs> yes! Wait a second, Kimmy. If you look on Google Maps, I'm not Google Maps, if you look on Google Earth, that's a point on Google Earth. Um, Wait! Harbor. Really? Why? <laughs> Excellent. Or it's Kimura King's boat. Oh, it's called Iceman. All right. Interesting. Well, I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, you would expect that, though, wouldn't you? Um, let's see. Other than that, all right, yeah. Oh, let's did see. You, did, you, hey, did you ever see the old, like, Fiat factory? Yeah. The roof. No, no. Uh, wait, the old Ferrari factory? Fiat. I'm not sure. Fiat. You you sure not the old Ferrari factory? It has the track on the roof. They have a track on the roof? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, I'm just, oh, wow. Oh, that's amazing. That needs to be done more often. It's banked as well. Yeah, I mean, it's getting a roof. And you don't have a bank. What if it's the wall? Well, I mean, I guess it wouldn't be very safe if it wasn't banked. Because, you know, it would just be like a, an aggressive turn. Yeah. It sounds like a NASCAR track, though. It does. It definitely does. I mean, in that, that's sort of conflicting with anything Italian. Because you wouldn't expect them to like a NASCAR track. Apparently in oh. the 1920s, they used to yeah. race cars on the roof, the factory workers. What? <laughs> I thought it was just for fun, or, you know, not for fun, like, to test a car or something, but apparently not, I guess. Who knows? Interesting. Wait, wait, would you like to know the top searches on Google right now? Sure. Okay, so the number one search on Google, this is gonna blow up everybody's mind, it's Android apps crashing Google Fix. D- now, have you had that? Because you have um, a Samsung phone, right, Rashad? Yeah, no, I've never had them crash. Interesting. I've had, them, I've had my iPad crash more. Yeah, I mean, you would expect that, though, wouldn't you? From, you know, Apple. Yeah, and I, I was in, like, a, I was doing, like, a project, like, a science project or something. And I had, yep. like, I don't know, like, 30 years. 40 sources open. Oh, wow. And it was, I was not doing that because I got too lazy to read the whole source. So right. when I looked at the information, I just go directly to the part that, like, pertains to the question I was asking. Right, and okay. My iPad just deleted all of it. Oh, wow. So I <laughs> it and I just deleted it fully. I can restore it somehow. I yeah. just had to get to, like, recent tabs and stuff. All right, let's see. What's the next most searched thing? GameStop stocks. No surprise there. Third most on my end is container ship Suez Canal. 
What does that mean? I think that's not a canal. Oh! Oh my god! Oh, that's hilarious. You, you ready for this? Okay. Okay, a container ship has sort of done a drift in the middle of the Suez Canal. It's completely blocked it. Mm. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> are so expensive. I know. Oh, this guy's going to get fired. Oh, what a bad driver. <laughs> he just has no it's clue what he's done. done. Yeah, container ships have drivers. Or operators, oh. I guess, but. You know, have multiple operators. They're huge, like multi-billion-dollar boats. You would hope that there's more than just one guy controlling it, right? Just one guy sitting at the top. (laughs) It's almost like a Ferrari. Yeah, exactly. I just controlling, like I don't know, like on the on the F1 track. There's at least like six hundred million, or at least there used to be. Yeah, yeah. But I learned recently. Then a NASCAR budget is only ten million per team. Really? Yeah. That, that seems quite like small. That includes all the salaries and stuff. Whoa, really? Yeah, like I mean, sometimes the like the uh, team principal only gets paid fifty k. That feels really small. That yeah, I'm not sure about that. I was looking at I was looking at the statistics just to see like. How much I mean, it costs to start a NASCAR team? Because that entire cost right there is, like, literally just Adrian Newey's yearly salary. Mm-hmm. No, he makes three hundred k on top of that. Oh right, right, he does. Um, so that's actually less than Adrian Newey's yearly salary. And for those who don't know, about Christian Horner's. It, it is close to Christian Horner's yearly, right? It's close, I assume. Let's see. Yeah, but that, that's really interesting. Um, yeah. Let's see. Christian Horner. Sorry. Yeah, it really depends on the team, though. I think that's one of like, the lower spending teams, because some of the higher spending teams, like, they'll pay over, like, 20 to $30 million. Yeah, all right. Oh, wait, apparently Haas has both a NASCAR and an F1 team. They've got to be the only people with that, right? Because nobody would be foolish enough to own both. What a waste of money. Oh, wait, didn't Penske used to have an F1 team with him? I think at one point they may have held one, yeah. And don't they have, like, a, don't they have at least a big sponsor of NASCAR? I think so, yeah. Yeah, oh, wait, that's I really think, interesting. Uh, I think I might be confusing this. Yep. All right, go ahead. What are you confusing? So I think I'm switching up NASCAR and IndyCar. Wait, wait, wait. IndyCar, the super fast one, like the one that has open wheels. Yes. Whoa, that is the one that has 10 million? No way. Uh, apparently, they spend close to 10 million per year to run a single full time car. Let's see. IndyCar cost per team. Let's see. Even before driver costs, the driver salaries are included, but I believe team principal is. Wait, 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 wait. No, to field a competitive team in IndyCar, it says you need $1 million for the entry fee and then $2 million uh, to run the teams. That's $3 million just to, to like, run a competitive team. That's... Apparently, uh, 
like Rahal or something or Andretti and Tiff. Oh yeah, yeah, I I've heard of them. Zanasi or something. Uh, yep. They spend close to ten million. Wow. And NASCAR NASCAR spends more apparently. Interesting. And the fee for NASCAR is only like forty three k or something like that. Yeah. Or is it forty three hundred? I forgot. There's like a car inspection fee that you also have to pay. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Uh, and their budget's twenty million. In okay. All right. You know, um, over the course of the year, um, Boeing stock has actually gone up. Wow. Well, no, that's really surprising to me because I would have thought that they would be doing worse now with the pandemic still happening and you know trying. Hard to sell the max. Like, sorry to talk about planes for those who aren't interested, but I feel like that's super weird. Okay, okay. Apparently, it's forty three hundred for the inspection and entry. Oh, really? That's a lot less than I thought. I know it's forty three something. Okay. Apparently, it's like really cheap to get your license or something. As far as the race licenses go. Yeah. Very interesting. Did you know somebody just bought a 747-8 private jet? Why would you buy those for a private jet? Okay, yeah. No, it's massive. Yeah, but I believe in an earlier podcast, I said that some fee was like, I don't know, 40-something dollars earlier than video. Yeah, I think so. Or not video. Podcast. Uh, yeah, it's 110. Oh, wow, that's, that's a lot, yeah. It's 110 for license. Okay, interesting. But my question is, who would feel the need to buy a private 747-8? Because that is a huge plane. Like, I, I understand if you feel the need to buy maybe an earlier one. That's a little bit smaller, a lot less expensive, because it's old. Like, that makes sense, but... Why a new one? I don't know. Like, the Qatari royal family owns two, which makes no sense. Why does any royal family need even... Ooh, the Korean royal family owns one. Interesting. Okay, wait. Um, what a good plane would be... Uh, let's hear it. You're not gonna like this. Um, F5. The F five Tiger. The what? F five Tiger. It's made by Northrop. Ah, uh, let's see. I gotta look that up. I've never heard of it. Are you gonna be angry at me that I've never heard of it? F five Tiger. Let's see. Ooh, I like that. I like that a lot. It's a fighter jet. I don't know why I like that, but I think it's sort of cool. Yeah, those are quite cool. What do you think of the uh, Sukhoi SU-25? Uh, no, what now? Okay. Or, excuse me, no, 27. 27. That's the one. Can you say it again? Uh, Sukhoi S-U-K-H-O-I S-U-27. It's a Russian fighter jet, but I think it looks oh, sort of... Russia is always quite good at fighter jets. It looks sort it looks of like weird. 
Ooh, let's see. MiG-29. I think I've heard of that one before. I must have. MiG-29. MiG-29 beautiful. It's called the full... Ooh, whoa. Very oh, interesting. Is, they're the same thing, apparently. Oh. Oh, all right. Um, wow. The, under, um, under the picture of the Sequoia uh, SU-27, yep. it says um, McCoyan MiG-29. Oh, all right. Interesting. Wait, is it like the same thing? Can it be like plane pulling or something? Maybe. Know. Maybe it's like corporate needs you to find the pic- difference between this picture and this picture. <laughs> it's the same. Oh, apparently picture. they're very similar, but one's bigger. I think the Sukhoi looks a little bit bigger. Yeah, or maybe it's, it's maybe it's just bigger. me, but it looks a little bit longer. It is. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah you can say all of them under all the possible planes. I don't know if it's like a an animation or not, but like there's this one picture of it on an aircraft carrier with purple flames shooting out of the afterburners. That is amazing. It must be me, but I'm looking at some pictures of the uh, I think it's the Sequoia. The it's in bright blue. Yeah, that's the one that I'm looking at. Let's see, SU. Who would want that? Who is buying a bright blue plane? I mean. I would. I think it's interesting looking. I mean, maybe it's just oh, Russia's God. Air Force colors. But it's like, I don't know. It's, I mean, I truthfully have no clue. This is, it makes sense somewhat. If you're, if you're in a blue sky area, I think it might make sense. But it, say you're in Seattle, it might not make sense. I guess not. Well, no, if it's raining, it could. Well, no, not really. I mean, if it's raining, there's no reason that you need it. Yeah. You can fly above clouds. That's a good point. And you just be able to drop missiles and annihilate things. They also have one, the SU-37. Yeah, I assume it is in this sort of an area. I think it's, um, I think Seattle, is Seattle restricted airspace or something. Maybe, but I see planes flying over all the time. I can't imagine that it's super restricted. I I think you have to have, like, a flight plan or something. Oh, all right, yeah. But, I mean, I suppose to fly anyway, you need a flight plan. Well, you would hope, wouldn't you? I mean, in Texas, you probably don't. Yeah, Texas is pretty, um, just out there. Or Florida, somewhere there, they're probably, I mean, I'm not sure, but, you know... It just doesn't sound like a place where you'd need it. Yeah. Let's see. I mean, unless there's Air Force bases, don't want to be shot down. Ooh, I've got a weird-looking plane for you to look up. Okay. It's another Russian one. Again, it's a Sukhoi. It's called the Sukhoi Su-47 Burkut. That's oh, so weird-looking. Uh, listeners, look this thing up. Ooh. The one for you. Oh, yes, go ahead. Blackbird. Okay. That's SR-71, right? Yes, SR-71. SR-71. Blackbird. Beautiful plane. Oh, wow. Very pretty. It looks very complicated, though. Yeah, it looks like someone put two MiG engines 
Like the MiG-21 or whatever. Oh, yeah, the older one. It, it just looks like someone put two of those together and just made it this. Yeah. But then it also looks like it has a tiny bit of cyber truck in it. Yeah, I'd say so. It's like triangular. It is sort of weird that way. Um, But, you know, there is actually a plane, I think, that's probably a bit faster. At least it looks faster. It's the X-15. I don't know. Maybe it, it's a much faster or much slower. I don't know. For those who more, know more about planes than me, um, you know, you can tell me whether I'm right or wrong. But that plane is, looks quite interesting. The NASA one. Yeah, the one that has NASA on the tail. That looks stupidly fast. It looks like it's pieced together from junk metal. Maybe, but look at... I mean, that thing must be so fast, right? And look at the windshield. It kind of looks like an F1 halo. Yeah. Wait, wait. It can't take off, though. It has to get dropped from a B-52. That's crazy. So it's not really... It's even a plane, though. No, not really. It doesn't work like a normal plane does. It's rocket-powered, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, you know, the funny thing is, I think I might have seen an SR-71 in person. I think it was, like, at the Museum of Flight or something. Yes, I do. It's, like, the biggest one that they have. Like, it's the, the biggest plane. It's the big one, right? Um, anyways, the big one inside. Yeah, yeah, I know the one. Um, anyways, right? I think that one was special for some reason because it had this weird-looking thing in the middle of the two tails. It looked almost like a missile, although I still couldn't place uh, it. Those aren't armed. Usually, there's a reconnaissance plane. Ah, I see. Spy plane of some sort? Yeah. Cold War, I think. Oh, I see. Well, yeah, I mean, if it's high enough, I guess they wouldn't see it. Even radar. Interesting. Look up a Predator UAV. Is that a car or is that a, um, a plane? It's a drone. Unmanned aerial vehicle. But it can also be referred to as a UAV, which is an unmanned combat aerial vehicle. Ooh. I mean, it's <laughs> it's a bit wimpy, right? Like, I, I, I know it's like the future of the world, right? And we're going to be dropping bombs on everybody stealthily with our drones. But, like, I would prefer to fly a plane rather than a drone, if I'm totally honest. Just me? Mm, I mean, I don't know. I'd rather fly a plane for recreation. Yeah. And then just, like, have the other things to fight my battles. I don't want to be in there. Yeah. Getting shot at. Yeah, let's see. The F-16, I think there's supposed to be an unmanned version of that coming out soon. So that's cool. You know what? That's really cool. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. The Swiss Air Force. Like, their planes are just super cool. Indeed. Yeah, I think they're pretty cool. And they also have a bunch of helicopters. Because they need helicopters. Alright, yeah. No, I've got I've got the final jet for you to take a look at. The Saab 37 Vigan. That thing is amazing. Oh my god, Saab jets are beautiful. Uh, I saw an ad for one the other day. Ooh, really? Yeah, it, was, it, it had like, um, like the back part was like a car or something, and the front part was like a plane and the ad. Oh, cool. 
This is Please. hands down my favorite plane and X plane to fly. Yes, I have a flight simulator. Um, it is very interesting. I think it, it has to be the fastest, like, normal fighter jet in the game. Look out for the Shenyang J-16. The what, J-16? Shenyang. Let's see. J-16? Yep. Ooh! But that looks like an F-15. I mean, right? Can we agree that that looks like an F-15? I mean, yes. Well, good, China. You created a a flight of jet, but of your own. But it does look like a um an F-15 to me. Although it has the wider um wider thruster layout, which reminds me of a Russian plane. So maybe yeah, it's a bit wider than most of it. So then maybe it could be have some inherited parts from a Russian plane if they didn't build it completely from scratch, which is, let's be honest, a possibility. It looks like, um, it looks like right near the cockpit, they're a little bit different, like where they attach on. Yeah, like, yeah. The J-16 looks like more than, like, one piece, almost. And it's also, um, on the S-15, it kind of has, like, a wedge almost. Yeah. And it looks like India has a somewhat similar jet as well. Theirs is the Su-30 MKI. At least somewhat similar looking. Right Alright, cool. Interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah, but the cockpit also looks like it kind of got broken. Yeah. Oh, now wait a minute. Wait a minute. Look up Shenyang FC-31. That is so obviously a clone of the um, the F-35. It's not even funny. Wait, which one? Shenyang FC-31. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh wow! <laughs> looks, familiar. looks familiar. Looks <laughs> familiar. The front in the middle of it is literally just a F thirty five. I wonder if it's stealth. I gotta say the F thirty five is an ugly plane. The F thirty one or not F thirty one? The which one called thirty one? The FC the Shenyang one. Yes, the Shenyang one's beautiful. Yeah, I think they've been able to make the normal F-35 look a little bit less bloated. Which, it, it does look bloated. And they made the cockpit look a little bit better. Yeah, in general, I think it's it's a little bit cooler. Which is weird, but, you know. Cool, I guess. You know, the interesting thing about the F-35, though, which surprised me when I saw pictures of it, was it has inboard missile storage. Meaning that it's not all underwing. Oh, that's always so nice, because, I mean, whenever you, I, especially the bigger ones. Exactly, like yeah. they just be sitting under the plane or something. Well, I. And it looks kind of awkward. I imagine it creates a lot of drag. It must, right? It probably should. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. Maybe it's just the aerodynamicist in me saying, yes, that must create lots of drag. You know. I think that sounds a little more like Jeremy Clarkson. All right, fine. Maybe it does. 
Let's see, B2 Bomber. That's the one that's supposed to be like the stealthy one, right? The one that's supposed to be like the flying wing. Oh, wow, it is a flying wing. Whoa! (laughs) There is this picture, right, which shows the entire capacity of a B2. It is insane. Yes, it's huge. That is massive. You could annihilate a country with that. Yes, and it's a long range one, I believe. Oh, that is insane. Um, look at the B1 bomber. That is also very cool. B1, that sounds familiar. At one has swing wings, meaning they swing back, which is very cool. And it's supersonic, because, you know, anything yeah. supersonic is cool. It looks like a fighter jet. It's a big, long fighter jet. Let's see. B1 uh, capacity. Oh, I'm looking at pictures of them dropping. Whoa! Alright, the B1 can hold, like, three nukes. That is insane. That's a lot of nukes. I don't know why you'd ever need that many nukes, but if you did... Yeah. Oh my god, have you seen Alfa Romeo's, like, base? Uh, big team base. Wait, their what base? The F1 team base. Let's see. Uh, is it Alpha? It has like a ton of solar panels. They're probably being used to charge the car. Let's see. Yeah, maybe to charge the hybrid system, I guess. Like, oh wow, that is a. Yeah. I mean, that feels like a lot of solar panels. Maybe even too much. I mean, I don't know. People are going to get mad at you. When do you class a certain number of solar panels as too many? Well, you can. That's just one of the things you can't do. You can't do it? I mean, have you ever ever thought to yourself, this is just too much power? No, personally, I've never thought about that. Like, for an F1 car, at least, I've never thought that. No. So I mean, why would they just give up like the power that they already have? Like they need to have land and they can't use it. Look, I don't know, but what I'm design would you like to know the current power figure the F1 car I'm designing right now has? It's pretty insane. Okay. What is it? Uh, I'm trying to find it right now. I actually don't know it off the top of my head. Let's see. Um Where's the Williams? The Williams F1 car right now? No, the base. Or headquarters or whatever. Oh, it actually has some topiaries that look like F1 cars, which is pretty cool, I have to yeah. say. And there's just like a, there's a pit crew in front of me. There's a pit person. Yeah, yeah, I think that's, that's very cool that they did that. Let's see here. So. And then a helipad. Yes. Okay, so 650 electric horsepower with 2,165 gasoline horsepower, making for a total of... Okay. Uh, 2,700, or, excuse me, 2,800, and, um, 
Pretty good. I feel like that may be a bit of overkill, overkill. but you know, like there could be a moment where you need all of that, right? The top speed, I've done the gearing math, the top speed of it would be 340 miles per hour. Why? I feel like car is growing on me more and more. Oh, let's hear it. Let's hear it. The Ferrari SS90. The Stradale or the F1 car? The, 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 the road car. Okay, thing. all right. You know, I think we were all jarred by its looks originally, but the only... Yeah, I like it in silver, okay? I'll admit it. I like that thing in silver. Oh, I like it in black. It has to be fully black. I think... Because I hate when part of it is, like, Part of it is like dark gray and like the other part is silver. I hate it when the wheels are silver. Okay, I don't like the silver wheels. I like the multi-spoke black wheels. And if I was to ever own one, it would have to have the multi-spoke black wheels. See, that's the one thing I hate. It's black wheels. I actually think dark gray. Fine, but there are no dark gray wheels offered here, and that triggers me. No, not for an SF90. You're paying half a million dollars and you're just going to toss aftermarket rims on? No way. Alright, alright. Did you like that I had sent you the um, the Range Rover uh, Holland and Holland edition? That's a very nice car. I have to say, that is ever since I saw that on like Saturday night in Top Gear, I must have it. I must have it. That is, it is too nice. I mean, I don't even shoot guns. I'm not, I'm not into that sort of a thing. But you know, like that actually makes it appealing. That car. I mean, it kind of looks like an autobiography. Well, no, it is an autobiography, uh, long wheelbase. But essentially, they just gave it to these uh, London gunsmiths, and they're like, "All right, we'll change it up a bit," and then they just built things for it. So they built a drinks case in the back of it so it can hold, you know, massive quantities of alcoholic beverages, which is exactly what you need with guns. Um, and, yeah, and then they've got a, a gun case as well, which seems very sensible in a car. Uh, some dark humor here, but, you know, this car would be the best car ever for drive-by shootings. Not even no, I know. It's not even humor. It's not humor at all. But no, but seriously, right? It, it has gun capacity in it. That is what you need. What are you going to do with it? I don't know. Wait, wait. This version of it, they're literally advertising with a bottle of vodka and shot glasses in the back of it. That is insanity. Wait, where are they advertising? Online. The internet. Russia. You would think, though, wouldn't you? Like, all right, now wait a minute. They're advertising this thing with some interesting specifications. What is them actually is in silver? And I, I don't mind that, but I'd like to have a nice green one more. Yeah, I mean, the green one with a brown interior. Yes, brown leather makes me happy. You can call me James May, but I like brown leather. Brown leather is the best. That is the stuff. Okay, and um, one question. Oh, yes. 
with TVs, you prefer the TVs that are just like held on to the seats, or do you like the ones that are like in the back of the head? Oh no, it has to be held on to the back of the seats because like the in headrest ones look a bit, you know, a bit lower class. I mean, it looks like economy class on an airplane, doesn't it? I mean, to be fair, a sixty-five inch. Absolutely, but it just couldn't be me. I couldn't have that. I wish I wish I had virtual reality. Like three monitors. Yeah, that'd be quite cool, wouldn't it? Oh, this one they're advertising with champagne. I can get behind that. Oh, but the, I don't know. Why do they keep advertising with vodka? Like, oh, no, that one is whiskey. All right, that's more shooting holiday than vodka is. I mean, Yeah, no, you're right. If it's in Russia, I, I have to be culturally appropriate. If it's in Russia... You'll definitely be drinking the vodka with your shots of, you know, guns. <laughs> shots of guns? What am I talking about? Alright. Oh, you know what's weird about this, though? Right? It looks like... I'm looking at these pictures right now. It looks like they're going to make you assemble your expensive weaponry. Like, why would they make you do that? Why wouldn't it just stay in one piece? I mean, I don't, again, I don't know much about guns, but... Like... It, couldn't you just fold it rather than taking it in bits? Like, I mean, well, how much does one of these shotguns cost? Let's find out. How long did probably there's probably like um like a there's probably a Range Rover edition. Yeah, let's see. Holland with a Zenith mechanical parts or something. Let's see. How much does a Holland and Holland shotgun cost? Okay. Oh my god. Oh my. Whoa. Alright, you want to hear the price? Sure. They're selling them for up to... Okay, this one is 138,000 British pounds. This one here is 200,000 British pounds. I'm seeing one for 330,000 British pounds. These are insane. But what is the point of owning a gun that is so expensive? I, I don't understand. So you can put it in your car and save it. That is a good point. Though. It, it is the know. ultimate bragging right, isn't it? Not really. The ultimate bragging He's owning the car, I guess. Is, like, not, not, doing, not needing to do any of this. That's stuff. a good point, I guess. Yeah. Maybe the ultimate bragging right would be owning an F1 car, and I guess Sebastian Vettel and Kimmy would be alright in that case. Yeah, I guess so. But does that make Toto like a higher status member than, or the higher class uh, than Kimmy? I don't know what that means. Wait, Toto owns. Uh, no, but I believe he has majority share in it. Or not majority share, but I think he has a larger percentage of the company than anybody else. That's exactly what majority. All right, all right. You you can see that I'm I'm definitely very up to date on my um. My business words. Okay. Um. Anything else? No, I don't think so. I think we've covered most of it. Is that enough then? Shall we uh, say thank you, goodbye? Give the gold thank you, goodbye. Yeah, All right, great. Uh, but before everybody goes, um, I'd like to quickly say something. We should have a guest for next week, as long as everything works as we plan it to. 
Um, that being said, you know, not everything that works that way in COVID, but no matter. Um, and it also like F1 race, J- just watch it for us, please. I mean, or the highlights, like, you know, you just please watch some part of it next week. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Goodbye. sake studio recording production copyright i'm not quite sure the day thank you for listening goodbye